Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it's your girl Breenie Lee and welcome to the Pep Talk podcast where we have real raw relatable conversations with the Pep Talk you need. You have the power to create your future with the choices that you make today. What do you bring to the table? Baby, I am the table. Love yourself a little bit more than that ladies, come on. Dust settles, queens don't. And don't forget, know your worth and then add tax. Period. Don't allow anybody to shame you out of becoming a different person. So today we are talking about becoming the best version of yourself. And what better time to start thinking about evolving, upgrading, and your reinvention than a new year. As human beings, as women, it is so important that we level up, that we continue to grow, that we continue to excel. The whole part of living is to actually be progressing to be moving forward that's why we celebrate birthdays that's why we celebrate milestones that's why we celebrate celebrations right because it's marking the end of one thing and the beginning of a new thing and you always hear the new year and i don't think people are saying it anymore because they're kind of scared but people say new year new me and i am always down for anybody that wants to reinvent themselves don't allow anybody to shame you out of becoming a different person a new person and all i will say is that becoming new becoming different takes intention and it takes time so don't allow anyone to shame you about becoming better becoming new becoming different completely reinventing yourself transforming yourself don't allow anybody to shame you not the internet not your family nobody okay you have we have the right to change and we have the right to evolve so this is going to be your 2023 checklist just check it in with you guys this year is going to be phenomenal for you i am claiming that for you so these are a few things that i want to talk about and the first thing i want to say when it comes to becoming the best version of yourself and it kind of sounds a bit lame to be the first point but it's something that i've had to learn and that is to be kind to yourself and i know it's like really is this really the first point to becoming the best version of yourself and i will say absolutely and i have to first start off by saying that being kind to yourself is not letting yourself off the hook or being being easy on yourself and I think for me every single person every therapist that's come into my life every counsellor every pastor every friend has always said to me Brini you are so hard on yourself and I'm like really am I <laughs> 
And I only need to say a few words or I only need to tell them a, a few things that are going on in my life. And they'll be like, really, you are so hard on yourself. Like, wow. I always thought that I had done the work and I've done the self-healing and I've corrected my self-talk. But turns out that wasn't the case. That isn't the case because I feel like I have high expectations for myself. And recently, a little bit off topic, I've actually realized that the high expectations I have for myself, I also have for other people. And because of that, I'm perpetually disappointed. And it's not because they're not good people with good intentions. It's because my expectations for them are so high that nobody can reach them. And it's similar for me. My expectations of myself are so high. I don't think I'm consciously disappointed in myself. I always know I can do better. And that's what today's video is about, about actually doing better. But how you get there and how you become better is also very important. It's not just about becoming the best version of yourself and beating yourself into this person or like hating the person you are now. So wanting to become this completely different version of yourself. Like, I don't think that's what life is about. And I think that kindness is important. And I want to read the, the definition of being kind. And the definition of kindness is being friendly, generous, and considerate. Friendly, to me, speaks about being a friend to yourself. Like, I don't know if all of you guys, I'm talking to those who are hard on themselves or those of you who have high expectations for yourself, or those of you who have negative self-talk, like some of you guys won't talk to your friends the way you speak to yourself, which means that you actually aren't a friend to yourself if you are so negative, right? So becoming friendlier to yourself, like how would you treat your friend? The second definition is being generous, right? Kindness speaks to generosity. Do you spend on you? I have a friend, and this is a small example, but I think it's, it, it speaks volumes. Should you ever walk 25 minutes then spend nine pounds eight pounds ten pounds twelve pounds on an uber that will be there in five minutes like that to me is crazy right i like my legs i like myself i don't care if it's gonna save me money get me there asap okay i don't want to be walking into that event or that venue sweating i don't want to walk into that event all discombobulated ah oh, i'm gonna pay that 10 pound i'm gonna pay that 50. even if it's 20 pounds i like convenience right and so when we speak about generosity and being generous to ourselves it's actually about like investing in those small things, right? Some of us feel so guilty getting our hair done, getting our nails done. Maybe we're like, oh, we can't, I can't really afford it for the month. And I'm not talking about living above your means. You guys know that's not my MO at all. But if you have the money and it's not going to hurt you that much, yeah, do your nails, do something for you. Get your hair done, buy that new foundation. Like it's not like stop withholding things from you. Like, well, I read a story the other day and this woman was talking about how her parents were basically wealthy but they stored up all of their money and they basically her and her siblings basically lived in poverty but her parents were literally millionaires it was so crazy to me to read that story because i'm like what in the hell why are you living like paupers when you are actually rich like that's a mindset that's a poverty mindset which i'm not going to go into today however it's about being generous like, I personally don't like being around people that are not generous. They don't have to be generous to me. Just have a generous giving spirit where money, money's not a problem. I don't like being around people who feel like money's a problem. And I've always been like that. Whether I had money or I didn't have money, if you're going to make a fuss about a small amount of money, please miss me. Because it shows that you're not generous. It shows that you're not very 
trusting of, of life, of God, that he's going to provide for you. So you're stingy. And I'm saying all that to say that a lot of you are stingy towards yourself. And that is a part of being kind to yourself. So I'm not saying spend above your means. I'm not talking about going out and buying that new Chanel bag, that new Louis bag or whatever. I'm actually talking about the small things that make your life easier. Stop withholding that from yourself. And the last thing is considerate. People that are kind are considerate. For example, you're going through a lot right now. You lost your grandmother at the same time you lost your relationship. You just moved home. Those extra 20 pounds that you gained is understandable. And I'm speaking to myself last year. My grandma passed away. My relationship ended. Um, I moved home and I wasn't that kind to myself. I wasn't being considerate of all of the things. I was just focusing on, well, it doesn't matter. You're, you're big. You put on weight, right? So... <laughs> And I know it sounds wild, but I know a lot of you will be able to relate to what I'm saying. But part of being kind is being considerate. Give yourself some grace and cut yourself some slack, right? Where's the compassion, sis, right? So being kind to yourself. I wasn't even going to include this on the list because I didn't even think about it. But while I was in the shower, it came to me. And I thought, yeah, I'm putting that on the top of the list because that is very, very key to becoming the best version of yourself. Because like I said, how you get there matters, okay? Yeah, you became the best version of yourself but you're still judgmental you're still hard on yourself you're still you still lack compassion for yourself but you've got the million dollars you've got the dream guy you've got the dream house you've got the dream kids but you treat you so badly i'm getting actually shivers here because i know that this is speaking to someone even if it's just myself <laughs> the second thing i will say to becoming the best version of yourself is to take care of yourself mentally emotionally physically and spiritually and don't worry i'm gonna break all of them down and the first one i want to start with is emotional and this is something that I've just learned okay guys this is something I've just learned emotionally I was being irresponsible with my own emotions let me explain I was giving others the responsibility of making me feel good making me happy and let's talk about in a romantic situation i felt so good emotionally when someone was taking care of me and as much as it was nice and as much as it was enjoyable when it ended i felt like garbage because i was neglecting the responsibility of taking care of myself emotionally and i've done a lot of self-work this year one area that i realized that plays a big part in how i see things how i move how i feel is the area of neglect and if you follow me for a long time you I mean you watch my videos on childhood um issues and how they manifest in your real life I personally feel and I've spoken to one of my siblings about this and she kind of agrees but I personally feel that like I was emotionally neglected as a child no fault of my mother's I'm not here to blame her However, as a child, as the youngest, as the baby, I was emotionally neglected. And so when you're emotionally neglected, you actually don't know how to regulate your own feelings. There are so many times when I was younger, I felt fear. I felt afraid. Like I was so afraid, so scared. And I don't know what I was afraid of. I was just afraid of danger. I was afraid of not feeling safe. There was so much emotion around safety. I didn't know how to regulate it. So when I became a teenager, I felt the safest when I was in the presence of a man. I grew up without a father so i don't know how i computed it in my mind but if i was in the presence of a man i felt safe right and as i've grown up it didn't change because i'm i wasn't aware right i 
wasn't aware of the link between that, right? So I say all that to say that I was given the responsibility of my emotions to somebody else. I was given the other person the key to my emotions. So with that, if I'm with them, if they're around me, if they're acting right, if they're answering my calls, if they're calling me, if they're asking to hang out with me, if they are serving me in any way, I feel happy. But like I said, when that's gone away, I'm like, oh my God, how do I do this for myself? I've always given that responsibility to other people, to men. How do I now do that for myself? And so how we do this is actually taking responsibility for our own emotions, our own feelings, and being responsible for our happiness. Maybe I'll do a separate video on this, but that's what I want to say about that. Secondly, mentally, in order to become better, it is so important that you pay attention to what you are taking in. What is your mental diet? Are the things that you are watching, listening to, scrolling past, are the conversations that you are entertaining, are they vain? Are they useless? Are they worthless? All of these conversations, all these talks on online and about relationships and the and the only reason why I see these things is because that's my lane, right? That's what I talk about. That's what I'm interested in. But if I didn't have, uh, what do I call it, a leg in this fight, like, I, I, I could care less. Like, I could care less about what the shade room is saying. I could care less about the shade borough is saying. I could care less about these talks between male versus female. Like, this stuff is toxic. And what I've found with certain outlets, media outlets, is that they know what gets them outrage, right? It's spir like, spiritual word is one platform that I, um, see this happening a lot. It actually blocked me from my main account because I remember years ago, I thought it was like a, a Christian page, but they used to start posting like about sex and half naked women, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, is this spiritual word or worldly word? And I remember I just got blocked. So I'm blocked on my main account. I still... <laughs> I look at them on my burner account and the only reason I look at them is because I need to be in the mix. I need to be relevant to what I'm talking about. However, I say all that to say that that page thrives off of what they know gets people talking, what gets people going, right? And so the same conversations happen time and time again. They may be hundreds of different people on the internet talking about different stuff. They'll pick those 10 people that are saying the same stuff every single day and they'll post the same thing. So now because you are following this media outlet, your brain is now being shaped thinking this is what all men think this is what all women think this is how women are moving this is how men are moving right so you start to create this bubble in your own mind and your own reality and you take that in as truth and it affects everything it affects how you relate to people in the real world i was having a conversation yesterday with one of my male friends and he's like a lady he's a ladies man i'm gonna get him on the channel soon but ask me a question he said do lady are ladies really looking for love these days and i'm like yeah and i don't know we started talking about like we're talking about like going out and stuff like that and i said to him from the time that i've been out the few times i've been out this year i've noticed that the women get dressed up and they look stunning and they look beautiful but the men they just stand in the corner and they almost look like the bad bees like they want to be bad bees so bad and um he was like that's because men are scared of women because they know that if they don't have x amount of money da -da 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 -da, they can't even chat to a female female wow chat to a woman like this and so everyone kind of stand off is everyone's scared of everybody like back in the day we would go out we would dress up we would look good and we would dance together i remember being young in the club dancing with guys not saying that's right or wrong but we used to have a good time there wasn't all this divide and tension but people spend so much time looking at their phones and reading the rhetoric of the internet that when they actually come to real life situations everybody's acting awkward the girl dressed up to go have a good time the guy dressed up to have a 
good time but now everyone's standing on opposite sides of the room not even dancing some people are not dancing because they don't want someone to whip out their phone and they end up on the shade room or the shade borough the next morning doing something stupid like everyone's scared of each other and that's because we live in our own virtual reality based on the people that we follow so going back to what i was saying what are you taking in what is the things the imagery what are the things that you're taking in to your mind? Does it produce anything good in your life or is it vain? Is the music you're listening to, is it vain? Women talking about what's between their legs, etc., etc., promoting that. Female rappers, male rappers always talking about the P-U-S-S-Y, like putting so much value on it and you actually go out in real life and you realise that even if you give this up to this guy, like he's still going to leave, he's still going to cheat on you. It doesn't matter. But in this music, they're valuing things that don't matter. It's vain. So is what you're taking in through podcasts social media through conversations through music is it helpful is it helping you and i'll say this before i move on to the physical because i've had a lot of guys tell me that i'm classy right and the funny thing is i've never set out to be classy and when i get that compliment i'm actually quite shocked because sometimes i, I don't feel like i dress classy as in sometimes i want to be sexy like sometimes i want to like be snatched kind of thing but they i've had that compliment quite a lot this year that i'm classy and i don't think it's necessarily how i look it's actually what's going on in my mental i'm different like i carry myself a certain different way do i have fun yes do i want to uh, uh, i don't twerk actually <laughs> but if i want to like uh, i'm going out like i have a good funky time okay i like to have a good funky time i'm not stush but i'm classy with it because it's more class is more about what's going on inside your head than what you look like there are some girls that wear blazers to the club but not the men don't see them as classy so i say that to say that it's a mentality right so if you want to level up, if you want to level up, if you want to become the best version of yourself, you got to pay attention to what you're letting in. Don't let anyone influence you because social media is an influence, whether you like it or not. You don't even have to be an influencer to influence people. If you allow the things that are created to influence you, then there are influence. Whatever influences you is an influencer, whether that's family members, cousins, friends. The Bible said that bad company corrupts good morals. And that should actually be a point on here. But I'll just add it into this. Like, who are you hanging out? With. what kind of girls are you hanging out with are they people that you want to be look around at your closest three four friends that shows you who you are and where you're going to be you're never going as far as your friendship circle they say your network is your net worth mentally that is the case you are you are never going further than your friendship circle like you are the sum total of the people that you hang around with that is you can't get away with that so if you want to level up men like level up mentally to this year please get some good friends so physically are you working out this is one of my favorite parts becoming the best version of yourself do you look after yourself right are you taking care of yourself so this is all coming under the banner of taking care of yourself are you investing in your physical self are you working out are you taking your vitamins are you meal prepping are you taking the appropriate amount of water each day that your body needs are you getting facials are you taking care of your skin i personally love to get a massage because it makes me feel great takes out the knots it makes me less uptight and i know you guys can obviously notice i've lost a lot of weight this year and the next video that comes on this channel will be me talking about it okay i am not trying to play you guys it is coming <laughs> but looking good is so important to how you feel because when you're overweight and i say over the weight that you want to be overweight is being over the weight that you want to be there's no weight i don't even know how much i weigh right now but i just know that i look good <laughs> I just know that I look how I wanted to look. When I was overweight last year, I did not, I did not like what I saw when I would look back on videos. I didn't like 
how wide my back was i think that's what really gave it away because for a long time i didn't realize how big i was and for a lot of you you're like oh you wasn't that big but whatever i was not used to being that size and um, but when i saw videos of my back i was like bro who is that <laughs> that's not me that's not me at all but when you're overweight it makes you insecure and when you're insecure you settle whether that's settling in relationships whether that's settling in the jobs that you go for whether that's settling in the friendships that you're in like you just feel lucky just to even have someone you feel lucky just to even have a job you feel lucky just to be friends with someone and that's not how we live our lives as high value women i'm not lucky <laughs> to have anybody right okay in that sense because that speaks to low self-esteem that speaks to low self-worth they are lucky to have me we are lucky to have each other i don't want anyone to feel that they're lucky because i don't feel good about myself so when you're overweight or you don't look how you want to look it creates insecurities and when the insecurity is created you start to settle in your everyday life so being the best version of yourself is about looking after yourself you don't have to break the budget to look after yourself and one thing I can say, maybe sometimes my mental is off, my emotional maybe off, but I'm gonna look good, period. <laughs> like, I'm gonna look good, period. Like, and it's natural for me because I've been doing it my whole life. And like recently I won an award at church for being the best dressed. And honestly, when I go to church, I don't make an effort. So even me winning the award was actually hilarious because I don't dress up. Like the church I go to now is very casual. So everyone's super casual. So I've, I've never planned my outfit for church ever, ever. Ever, ever. And so, like, me winning that award is actually hilarious because I'm gonna look good, period. Whether I'm big or small, I'm gonna look good, right? I think before looking back, like, people didn't really realize that, like, I was big or bigger than I was, or maybe they realized, but it, it was never an issue. No one ever insulted me or anything. But I think it's always because I always look good. So, like, no matter what weight I was, I always look good. I always look presentable. I always put myself together. So, that's a testament to you guys, like, no matter what you look like what size you are you can still look good like you can still look after yourself look i got my nails on yesterday my hair stays laid that like one of my new year's resolutions is to learn how to do my own hair so you know that i have hairstylists and people that do my hair but like this last month where every hair salon every hairstylist is so busy too busy to have Brini lee as a client i'm like i'm not relying on anybody like i i bought a selection of wigs from Jen Jen's luxury wigs. Okay, so as influencers, everything is free. I haven't bought hair in seven years, right? But this year, this year, when I went to Houston and I met this girl and she gave me a unit and I saw the quality of her hair, I was like, say less. I'll be throwing her my money. Like I bought four wigs from her. It's the first time I've ever bought wigs for a long, long time. But I'm like, no, because the hair is just bomb. Anyway, so that's a plug for her. But if you see my hair moving, just, oh, hey. Looking good makes me happy, right? The right hair, nails done, my toenails. Not for nobody, but for me, because I like looking at myself. I like looking at my nails. I like when I'm writing down or I'm talking, my nails to look done, okay? I don't slip <laughs> when it comes to taking care of myself. So that's physically. Now, spiritually, are you where you want to be with God? What do you believe about him and this is key and this is number one it doesn't matter where i put anything in this video everything is important okay this is number one spiritually where are you at with god and i'm going to make a video it's coming up it's all on the list to do how to get closer to god and i think what stops a lot of people getting close to god is their wrong perception of who he is right if you feel like you can't talk to God or you can't pray to God because you aren't living perfectly, because you had sex last night, because you're sinning, that's a wrong view of God. God if you're God's child, he's going to love you, period. Right? And don't get me wrong. 
I'm not saying that you should just continue sinning and God will love you. Because at the end of the day, there are always going to be consequences for disobeying God. But God's not going to love you any less. And it doesn't mean you can't pray because you are sinning, if that makes sense. And don't measure God based on your bad parents. That's a word. Don't measure God with your bad parent. If you had a bad father, don't equate that to God. He's not in it. God's like, why am I in this? Don't do that. But I know there's a tendency to to do that. But there's a scripture that talks about if you who are evil, as in you parents who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will I, your good father, give good gifts to his children, right? I read the Bible differently because I know God loves me. So I have a right view of God. Yeah, things happen. Yeah, there's certain things that he allows, allows, doesn't make happen, he allows it to happen. But the truth that I hold in my brain, regardless of what's happening, is God is good, period. So everything has to conspire around the fact that God is good. So I'm, I'm going through this breakup, God is good. I had a miscarriage, God is good. I lost my home. God is still good. I don't blame God for bad things that happen because some of you want to blame God for the bad things that happen, but you also don't want to praise him when good things happen or you only praise him when good things happen. That's not how life works, honey. We're not in heaven or hell. We're in the middle on this earth. Bad things are going to happen. That does not mean God caused it to happen. That does not mean that God hates you. Some of us think that if we do good, we'll get good. If we do bad, we'll get bad. That's not always the case. Sometimes good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. The Bible says that God sends his reign on the just and the unjust, as in God is good to everybody because he's good and his goodness is not determined by your goodness god doesn't love you because you're lovable he loves you because he is love that's his character so when you have the wrong idea of who god is it stops you from having that spiritual connection with god with christ so that question that you have to answer yourself is how do you see your father so part of leveling up part of becoming the best version of yourself is to know that you're loved unconditionally I could not sit here and talk about this stuff. I, I may be able to talk about it from a surface angle, but I wouldn't be able to be confident in what I believe and what I teach and what I what I say if I didn't know that God above me loves me. I couldn't. My spiritual life, my spiritual walk is so, so important to me. And I'm growing every day. I'm not perfect. It's a challenge. I've been a Christian for 14 years and it's still a challenge for me. But I'm better than I was yesterday, <laughs> better than I was last week, better than I was last year. You know, we're growing, we're moving, we're evolving, we're getting new knowledge, we're changing, we're transforming. And God is patient. That's a good thing about God. He's patient with us. The next thing on the checklist of becoming the best version of yourself is that, sis, you have to boss up. You have to. You have to have something that you're working towards, that you're you're aiming for, that you want to become. It's not going to be the same for everybody. I'm not saying everyone has to start a business. I'm not saying that everybody has to be the boss. But you do have to boss up, sis. <laughs> you have to be the best in whatever you're doing. So yes, start that business. Yes, mentor that young person. Help others get into the field that you are currently working in. And outside of bossing up, it just feels so good to give. It feels so good to help. It feels good to do these videos. Like when's the last time you saw a sponsor in these videos? <laughs> 
When's the last time you saw a sponsor in this video? Like, it feels good to give. Sometimes when I don't make a video, I'm like anxious because I'm like, someone needs this video. Someone's going through it. Someone needs these words of encouragement. Someone needs this advice. Whether YouTube was paying me or not, I'm actually good. I, I could survive. I could live. However, I have a purpose and I have a calling. And when I boss up, it allows other people to boss up too. And a lot of us are sad, depressed, lonely, because we are so self-centered. And I've been here many times this year. I've been there so self-centered that you don't actually realize that if you want help, help others. Don't allow everything you do to evolve around you. You have a great job. Help someone else get that job. You know a lot of information. Mentor somebody else. Be a giver. It's not all about you, sis. It's not all about living a soft life. And you know, Brini made a video earlier this year talking about how to live a soft life. Live a soft life, but don't be selfish. Don't let it end with you. And part of enjoying that soft life is actually helping others, spending time with others, investing in other people. And this also came to me when I was in the shower and it is stop doing things that look good but don't feel good to you and it's going to talk to my next point is know what makes you happy but we need to stop with the vanity and the keeping up with appearances when it doesn't it doesn't feel good to you for example you get dressed up you look cute and you go to this fancy restaurant not because you are hungry or you wouldn't really want to try at this restaurant but because you want to take pictures of your food you want to show people that you have a good life that you're living in luxury i mean every, you go online everyone's living in luxury like like it luxury doesn't even have any real appeal anymore because everyone's trying to look like they're in luxury like but your sole purpose of going to that restaurant was to just look cute and to take pictures and show people on instagram that you're you're living this life or that you've got you got dates you've got people that take on you on dates i don't know you want to show off this new bag that you bought or whatever but you go to the restaurant and it's not like you're happy to be there it's not like you can even remember the food or or the, or the moment because instead of taking in the moment you're busy trying to impress people on the internet that don't even care about you. And I've realized, and I'm gonna make a video on this, but we've become so narcissistic as women where we really think, <laughs> we really think people care. Like we really think that everyone's checking for us. Like that's why I don't understand the women that talk about they got haters and stuff. I'm like, you've got 300 followers. Not that the amount of followers matter, but who's, who cares? Like who's really checking for you? You won't see me talking about haters. And I've got over 200,000 Instagram followers, over 700k subscribers. The haters are irrelevant, right? And some of you guys are doing things so that people will hate on you. You're you're doing it, you're doing it to yourself. Like, and I say all that to say that like a lot of the things that we do is vain. And I had to notice and realize this at the beginning of the year. Instagram right now ain't making me no money. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It don't making me, it's not making me a red cent. I can't remember the last post that was sponsored or that I made money for and I'm probably giving myself away but and people are gonna go on my Instagram and check and whatever but I, I, don't, I don't care like yeah I'm actually good we got good money management I'm not waiting on a, a brand to sponsor me so I can pay my rent the next week like no shade to anyone that is waiting on the next check but Brini's good out here so I can be honest and be keep it a buck <laughs> as you guys were saying there was a time early this year where I was going in with the like posting photos, posting outfits, doing this, doing that, la 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 la. And I was saying to myself, like, even like talking to friends, like, I'm so busy, like, I'm so busy, like, I'm so busy. Like, and I realized that I was stressing myself out for vanity. When I took a step back and I was like, I ain't being paid for this. Why I gotta be posting every day? Why I gotta be in my stories every day? Why I always gotta have some kind of content every day outside of the content that's actually gonna be valuable? Who who wanna see your outfit? And I'm not even saying that because maybe after next week I'll be posting more content. But 
it won't be the, for the reasons that I was posting it before, I'll say that. But when I actually sat back and I was like, Brini, like this is just vanity. Like this has absolutely no purpose at all. But you're stressed and you're, you can't live because you're so busy taking content that's not paying you a dime. Like, and I'm an influencer. So what I look like doing stuff with no money, <laughs> Jamie, like, I hope you guys can understand what I'm saying, but like all these pictures and outfits, they were cute. Like they're cute, like whatever, whatever, whatever. But I was going out of my way to curate content for Instagram and it wasn't paying me any money, but it was taking my time and my energy. What are you doing in your life that's taking you time and energy, but the rewards are slim? Think about that. What's taking your time and energy? And it's vain, like that pure vanity. And that's why at the end of last year, I actually archived over 200, 300 of my, my Instagram photos on my main Instagram, because I've got two Instagrams, obviously. But my main Instagram, I archived like so many photos and these photos had like 20k like over 10 every photo had like over 10k likes 20k likes whatever 200 and something comments like people were feeling the girl <laughs> like people were feeling me like but I was like these photos are cool but they're stale they're just there they are for vanity so people can come on my page and, and scroll through my thing and see all the likes and stuff i was like i don't give a damn like i don't actually care but people were maybe thinking like how can you archive all of your photos you don't care i just didn't care but maybe people are thinking looking back now like oh maybe she archived her photos because she knows she was going to lose weight or she doesn't like those photos anymore no i love those photos it was hard for me to archive all of those photos and start from scratch i had like over 200 300 and it looks good for image it looks good that like people are interacting with me as an influencer but to me it was just vain and useless so yeah stop doing things that look good but they don't feel good to you right stop holding on to things that are looking good but they don't really do anything for you i don't know how else to put that i probably have more to say to this point but i hope that makes sense to you guys like actually do things because you want to do things and not for the look of it everyone's doing it for the gram i'm not gonna lie to you even self <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> Even me, oh, sometimes I be doing it for the gram. Sometimes I be looking cute for the gram, put the clothes on for the gram. Like, I be, I be doing it for the gram, babies. But, less of that. <laughs> less of that going forward. And so that brings me on to the next point, which is know what makes you happy and do more of that. So here's a challenge. List down five things that genuinely make you happy. They may be five simple things that genuinely make you happy. And make sure you do at least one of those things every single day and here's my list number one is having a cup of tea i am british so we love tea over here but there's just something about tea and i think i've been i was a late bloomer but i love how warm it makes me feel i love how like hot it is in my hand i love the taste of it it just makes me feel so good and so warm and comfy and cuddly so having a cup of tea a day I'm gonna do that because it makes me happy and it's only a little simple thing that does that the second thing that I love doing and that makes me genuinely happy is taking a walk by the canal I live in a quite a scenic area so I like going by the canal looking at the boats looking at the water looking at the ducks like I just like that and it kind of grounds me gives me time to think the third thing that I like doing is visiting friends not everybody child some of them drain me okay no I'm joking <laughs> I like visiting friends or friends that have families one of my good friends got married in the and he's him and his wife got a new baby and their house for me is like 10 minutes down the road and i like just go and sit there like hang out with the baby they're always so encouraging to me but it's nice because it feels like i don't live with my family clearly i live by myself here and sometimes i get lonely and just being in their family unit makes me feel good that genuinely makes me happy the fourth thing and there's many more things but the fourth thing that makes me happy is buying like really cute loungewear outfits or things to lounge in the house with like when i go out like 
I don't need anything. But when I see a cute lounge outfit or them fluffy socks or new slippers, guys, I have like 30 pairs of slippers. <laughs> I love slippers. I love anything that makes me feel comfortable in my house, whether it's like two-piece sets. I like looking cute and comfortable. That's like my whole vibe, especially because it's winter. But I like looking good inside the house for me, okay? Number five, this may sound like a bit weird, but what generally makes me happy is accomplishing a task, getting something done, right? I have my little planner here my to-do list i barely use it i'll keep it a buck it looks cute here but my planner is my notes on my phone that's what gets all of all of me on my phone is my notes like on my phone but having cute little planners like this is very very cute and very helpful and i like being able to check off something i've been wanting to do for a while it makes me feel happy and the last thing i would say is having a hot shower makes me feel good it's where i have the purest conversations with god where i feel like he speaks to me where i can just zone out and i can just feel good some people prefer baths i'm not really a bath girl i get sometimes i get so hot that like i gotta get out of the bar i don't know it's weird but i can have a shower which doesn't make any sense anyway that's my those are the things that make me happy and i think when it, we talk about becoming the best version of yourself it's so important to do things to other people maybe like really comfy clothes really really taking a shower really really accomplishing tasks and i'm like yeah that makes me happy drinking a cup of tea like simple things simple things like a blessing simple things like a blessing I don't know you didn't that, know that song but anyway it's the simple things in life that make us happy it's not the grand things it's not the big things like I love I love my home I live where I live like I love it but it's only so much looking at the sunset looking at everything that like it gets boring but it's the simple things that make me happy and I think it's really important for you to know what makes you happy and to actually do more of it so if you can do one thing on your list a day it'll make a big difference to how you feel the next thing i will say to becoming the best version of yourself is this is something that you have to do this year and i want you guys if you guys do that please come back on this video and testify and tell me how it was travel solo okay travel by yourself to somewhere you've always wanted to go don't worry you're safe god is with you i don't know about you guys but i never truly feel alone no matter where i'm in the world because i always have my phone and i feel like i'm close to everybody i don't ever feel alone when i'm in another country but traveling solo just opens your mind up to new possibilities if i didn't go to houston in march i wouldn't have known that i could actually live somewhere else apart from london right i was always that person that like london's my baby london's my home i'll never live anywhere else going to houston i was like wow this is my vibe like this is more of my vibe than london um don't worry i'm not i'm not moving yet maybe maybe <laughs> maybe i could move but i would move to the us um wouldn't be my first choice however i could um i could move for love um but yeah um travel and see the world and do it solo and that's one thing that i'm going to be definitely doing more of this year i traveled solo for my birthday i met some amazing girls before that i traveled just to take some time off travel solo met some cool people it just kind of takes you out of your element so traveling solo is like gonna make help you to see yourself more because you also see yourself in different environments you see like who you are and how people see you honestly i think i read a tweet and it was like she was basically saying that going back home to her country made her realize that she's not ugly because the guys in her city were just like treating her like she's average but when she went back home they were like oh my god shorty like you, you look good like she's getting so much attention I'm not saying that that's the big old end all but i'm just saying like sometimes where you are can become really stale and it's really important for us to diversify and to experience different cultures learn more about ourselves see ourselves in different environments so traveling solo is definitely about becoming better 
and, and becoming the best version of yourself. The next thing I will say is to get knowledge, get healing and get whole. And this is a continuous journey. Always stay healing, always stay getting knowledge and always stay becoming whole. I don't know about you guys, but there's always negative patterns that we have to crush and there's always negative patterns, cycles that we have to break. This has definitely been a cycle breaking year for me. I will say understanding that there's cycles that have to be broken in my life and getting to it, okay? And you know what? Sometimes you have to feel pain in order to change. And sometimes we want to avoid pain, but sometimes you've got to be hurt to realize enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough of the same results. Enough of doing the same thing and getting the same results. Enough already. E enough it's too much it's too stressful it's too draining let's change let's do something different this year let's actually get knowledge and understanding on the areas of our weaknesses like i said to you i've always known about neglect but it was just knowledge i just knew it but i never linked it to the reason why i don't take care of myself why i give that responsibility to somebody else why i emotionally neglect myself so getting knowledge and understanding and honestly the best way to learn something or to know something is to binge if if it's binging my channel, if it's binging other gurus or life coaches or whatever, if you can't afford to get therapy yourself, binge, binge, go to sleep, listen to some of these videos, get books, books are less than $20, 20 pounds on Amazon. There's no excuse for you going round in circles and cycles this year. Get knowledge, get understanding. The Bible says in all that getting, get an understanding, understand yourself, know why you react or you act in certain ways, know it and stay on the path of healing don't think that you've ever arrived at healing continuously pursue healing because one moment you think oh yeah i'm good then someone comes around to test how good <laughs> you really are and i'm not saying that i don't think healing exists in the vacuum i do feel like like even if you got in a relationship there's still healing to be done it's not gonna end it's not gonna end because you're now in a relationship like no right no healing is constant because we live in a world that is crazy if you're not grieving over someone, you're healing from something. You're healing from something that happened to you. Healing from this relationship. You're healing from that miscarriage. You're healing from this. You're healing from betrayal. You're always healing from something. But don't allow those things to take root in you. Do the work of healing. Go to therapy. Get a counsellor. Speak to a pastor. Speak to a trusted person. The next thing I want to say is what I kind of added on but i want to make a whole video on this and i want and it's going to be entitled what god wants us women to know about beauty i'll just say it stop relying on being pretty stop it stop i've seen so many women these this year celebrity women influencer women whatever like just forget all of their goals and their plans to run up under someone because they want to be taken care of now granted you meet someone you you vibe and you guys get on and you guys genuinely have a connection and he says babe like you don't have to work like i'll take care of you fine but a lot of women are actually pursuing that lifestyle and they're gonna they're getting hurt in the process because you it's transactional you're wanting to use that person and they're also wanting to use you understand ladies there's nothing free in this life so what you guys are doing is you're investing all this money in your face in your body and i'm not against surgery i'm not against treatments filler da, 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 da. But i'm definitely against why you do these things you're doing these things trying to become the best most perfect doll blow up doll like perfect looking woman so that you can get someone that's rich that will look after you because you don't want to work but you guys do all this stuff to yourself and you do all this work and you do this and you try and look so perfect and pretty and then you end up getting the same results as everybody else every other woman and you i've seen so many people talking about how they're pretty but they can't get a man or it's kind of like all this kind of stuff like oh why do men overlook 
look pretty women and go for basic girls, all this kind of stuff. And it's just like, what else do you have to offer, sis? I'll be damned if I was just a pretty face. The pretty face is a bonus, but I'll be damned if I was just a pretty face. What else do you have to offer? You guys have to pretend. Like if you fall into this vanity of, yeah, if I look good, I'll get this I'll get this outcome, I'll get this lifestyle, I'll get this man to pick care of me, get this guy to fly me out, I'll get this guy, I'll get, I'll get this guy, I'll get, the, get rich guy. Like if you have that mentality and it's not working for you, okay, if it's working for you, sis, still don't do it. Still don't do it. However, most of you is not working for you because a dog is a dog. And sometimes when you're superficial, you attract superficial men. And superficial men are not going to treat you right. They're not going to treat you like a human being. They're going to treat you like a blow up doll. They're going to treat you like a slave. Anyway, if you have this issue where you, or this mentality, I want you to pretend for a moment that you're ugly. So you don't have any looks to offer this world. Pretend you're ugly. What would you do? What do you have to offer this world apart from your appearance that is going to age? Sorry, Kim Kardashian. You're gonna age, we're gonna age. What else do you have to offer the world? And I appreciate Kim Kardashian getting into law and doing those kind of things and the social justice work that she does because I think she understands that like, no one's coming to save you. A man's not coming to save you. He's just not. Most people can't, you can't survive off of one income these days. You have to work, sis. And I want you guys to find joy and fulfillment in actually being a baddie, as in like someone that, makes things happen i don't know why but i get so much excitement out of making things happen it's not even about the money anymore i like having an idea and executing that shit like to me that turns me on like that makes me feel great i have an idea and i've done it i don't know i don't know about you guys but it makes me it makes me horny <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. But it does turn me on. What I want to achieve in, in, in legacy, in my family, I may need to marry a millionaire. But if he's not a millionaire, I'm I'm also good, right? I'm also good. But the reason why I'm good is because I'm working. I'm leveling up. I'm becoming better. I'm doing more. I'm making more money because I want that lifestyle for myself. Not to say that I gave it to myself because it'd be nice for a guy to contribute to that or my salary to be like side, like fun money. But at the same time, we we're good around here. Like, I'm gonna be good regardless. So this is a bonus one, I guess. Like, you wanna become the best version of yourself? Pretend you're ugly. Pretend you have, you don't have any looks to offer the world. You can't get by on your looks. Nobody cares. Do something. Do something valuable. Because at the end of the day, looks are vanity. That's why I'm at, what people are debating online, like, and this and that, and da, 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 da. I can't remember what they're saying, but I'm just like, because men don't care about beauty. Like, um, Lupita Nyong'o's mum said like you can't eat beauty there's only so much a man is going to enjoy looking at you before he gets bored like men be bored how can someone cheat on Beyonce because you equate beauty to value and it's not it's nice to have but it doesn't really mean anything men get bored looking at your pretty face and your nice body they do they need substance who are you apart from that that's why plain Janes get wifed and baddies get left. Hey, I didn't say that, guys. It wasn't me. It was my clone. Brie didn't say that. Brie has no idea what he's talking about. But yeah, work on becoming more valuable outside of your appearance. Yes, period. Period. And the last thing that I want to say is what does the best version of you look like? When you think of the best version of yourself, what does that look like? Because I've added all these tips and stuff. And these are things that personally 
I feel is going to make you the best version of yourself. But I can only speak for myself, what I value. So what does that look like? What is the best version of yourself? What does she wear? Where does she go? Who does she hang out with? Where does she hang out? What does she eat? What does she listen to? What's her daily routine? What's her skincare routine? What's her fitness routine? What is her beauty resume? Whoever that is, become that. Become her. I love a mood board. I love a vision board. I love that. I love I love that. I've got a vision board of who I want to become. Pictures. Maybe that's what you need to make. And I'm going to have a vision board. going to have a vision board uh, party in January. Um, So make sure you guys are following Brini Lee because I will be posting it on there. Yeah, it's going to be online. It's going to be on Zoom or, or a platform like that. And I want us to come together, create our vision boards, be inspired. It's going to be speakers, motivators. I want you guys to be motivated. The last thing I will say is to trust the process. I know Brini's... I, I get a tattoo saying trust the process. I don't need to do that. It's already back. That's how I think. But trusting the process throughout all of this is going to help you because you're not going to become the best version of yourself overnight. And nobody expects you to, by the way. These are just things that we want to do because they're fun. It's fun working on yourself. It's fun improving. It's fun being better than you was last year. It's fun seeing how far investing in yourself can go. And so, yeah, trust that process. It's not going to happen overnight. It doesn't have to happen overnight. and um, doesn't have to happen within the year. A lot of people make New Year's resolutions or they have vision boards and like, oh, someone messaged me the other day. They're like, oh, but I haven't accomplished everything on my vision board. Neither did I. I accomplished two things on my vision board this year. And I'm happy with that. Like, I'm super, super, super happy with that. Like, it is what it is. I had the rest of my life to accomplish the rest of it. And our time frame are not God's time frame. So don't stress. Trust the process. And I'm rooting for you guys this year that you guys will become the best version of yourself the most glorious version of yourself okay and notice i did not talk about becoming the best version of yourself for anybody else not a man not not your parents not anybody else becoming the best version of yourself for you because ultimately we should be wanting to become the best version of ourselves for god then for us and then for others and the others include the man or whatever whatever if i become the best version of myself if i enjoy my life if i look after myself i take care of myself anyone that comes into that equation is going to benefit from it but i don't do these things to get a man i don't become feminine to get a man because what's going to happen when you don't get a man you're going to stop doing those things what happens when you get a man you're going to stop doing these things because they're not natural to you that's not who you are but a man's going to want someone that is naturally happy naturally enjoys their own company naturally travels has fun has their own life a man's going to be attracted to that so when you become your best version of yourself men are going to be attracted to you so be prepared for that but then you're going to also have to have standards and be able to choose because light attracts everything flies wasps spiders all this kind of stuff and you're gonna have to be discerning enough to realize okay what is for me and what isn't for me well thank you for listening to this episode of the pep talk podcast it would mean so much to me if you can leave a review rate this episode and i will see you in the next one stay fabulous ladies with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in Bigger Than Ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, 
the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.